Welcome to the Founders Conversation with Insight Now. You can watch these conversations live on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. We're live and it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. It's it's wonderful to be back together again. Here we are. Oh, yeah, again. three of us. The three of us. I heard you the had a great amigos. time with the uh, with the prophetic group last week, Mark. Yeah, ah, uh, it was it was oh, yeah. it was really awesome. I'll tell you what was really really good, Peter, is that um, every single one of the the people that I had them prophesy to me first of all. You Come know, on, like, and, yeah, um, get it. Yeah, and they brought these prophetic words, and um, every single <laughs> one of them was really addressing what I'd been going through quite over the about the four days beforehand wow um and without even realizing it and uh it was just it was so um refreshing and and so you know full of life and uh it was just really great and then i got to prophesy to the rest of the people there and um uh, you know kenton told me later it was just people blown out of the water because i didn't know them you know and i was trying to communicate you don't really know me but, you know, I mean, really, so many of them repeated statements that were in other prophetic words, like being father of, uh, of nations and, mm. um, you know, so dressed particular sorts of things. They talked about mm. building a team and, you know, they had these particular pictures and, you know, all those sorts of things. And it was just like, mm. man, you are repeating so many prophetic words Love that I've it. in my life. It was just, wow. thank you, Lord. Uh, you know, it's, so I, I think it's, it's really exciting. It really is exciting. I, I, you know, for me, I think that we're just in a really exciting time. Mm. You know, Agreed. I know that there's Agreed. difficulties. Yep. I, you know, I, I, yep. I, I'm, I'm, I'm restricted as many of us are. I'm particularly restricted, and they keep talking about restricting even more. And you know, it's just sort of craziness around around about us of of certain things. And yet, I think I know, I know that the father's doing some things. I, I know yeah. that that we we are starting to see even now the 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 uh, the fruit of what's been happening behind the scenes. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. you know most of the yeah. time God's doing yeah. a lot more behind our back than He is in front Absolutely. of our face. Mm. Yeah, Jehovah's sneaky. Yeah, Jehovah's sneaky, and I think it's the uh -huh. greatest time to be alive. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I I'm at a thousand percent agreement with that. I think that. Part of the joy of being in this amazing season that we're in is so many of us have learned to let go of the wheel. Come on, Chris. You know, we've just said, hey, I know that my best strategies, my best efforts, on, the best Chris. things that I can bring to the table pale in comparison to the Lord doing a thing. So yep. now we've, since we've abandoned ourselves to the Lord and we've let go of our strategies and you're forced yep. to a little bit, you know, like <laughs> you're stuck in a spot where you don't get to strategize your world takeover, mm. you know, like yep. it's totally dependent on the Lord. And um, I think, I think that that place produces such greater fruit than mm. when we put our hands on it. And wow. I think that's happening across, uh, across the mm. nation. You know, across the nations, yep. you know, all throughout. Well, I think mm. one of the greatest weapons that we've got is rest. Amen. You know, yeah. and, and the more that we can become restful. So good. And and get out of striving, you know, and uh, and, and be in a place of, of rest. It, it's, it is such damage to the enemy. Mm-hmm. 
You know, because you, you know, don't you, when you have to make a decision, you know, and there's yeah. pressure. You've got to make a decision, right? Come on now, you've got to miss this deal. You've got to miss this deal. Come on, you know, and, and usually those those deals turn out to be not what they were mm-hmm. cracked up right. to be or what they were told mm-hmm. to be because mm-hmm. they were just all, all mm. front and no substance, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just what the enemy does all the time, all front and no substance. Mm. Yeah. yeah, boy, yeah. And, and that's where you know people are learning. Did you ever use it? My mother used to say this to me. You know, she she'd be telling telling me something or telling me off, and I would start talking about something else, and she'd say, "Don't change the subject." <laughs> well, I I think I think that, <laughs> that the reality is that we're supposed to change the subject. Mm. Mm. Wow, like we have authority. We have authority to start changing mm. the narrative change the subject it's time to change the subject mm. and you know like if you if you're struggling with anxiety if you're struggling with a particular thought that's going around in your in your head you have the power to change the subject come on mm. come, come on, on. yeah come on yeah it, it's interesting mark i was just um showing my wife instagram last night i don't really do instagram i don't even post on it but i just mostly i get on it to look at fishing stuff that's my fishing okay. place. I do ministry on Facebook, but yeah. um, somehow I saw a boat at some point. Maybe somehow with like fishing, I saw a boat and they start to yeah. feed you boats then. And then oh, I was yeah. joking with Megan yesterday. I'm like, look at this. They're showing me these yachts, you know, like 90 yeah. foot yachts. And like, <laughs> and some of the videos are really funny. Like, you know, it's got yeah. under lighting and real sultry music. <laughs> so we're yeah. kind of cracking up at these videos. But she said, you know, that's a prophetic word. She said, what you linger on, you'll see more of. Yeah. Come on. That's a good yeah. word. And as a that's man a thinks word. in his heart, wow. so he becomes. So he mm. yep. 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 Absolutely. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's where that reticular activator comes into mm-hmm. place too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like you start looking for it. And that's unfortunately yeah. why, you know, there are people who keep finding offense. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they—that's what they're looking for. I mean, isn't that what Jesus said? Seek and you'll yeah. find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll find what you're looking for. Yeah. Well, and you know, the New Age has, has got this figured out far better than the church. You know, they've focused so much on the law of attraction. You know, for the selfish gain. You know, and oddly enough, it works a lot of the times. You know, because it's yeah. a kingdom—it's a kingdom principle, mm-hmm. and yeah. yet. You know what we, yeah. So the same principle applies, but in the kingdom, you know, we have a whole different motivator. Mm-hmm. It's mm. not just for what I want. I, it's yes. not like I'm going to stare at ninety foot yachts until I get one. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to make my vision board for ninety foot yachts. Uh huh. Right. I, I'm pursuing the kingdom. Yes. God, yes. let let heaven come to earth. God, your will be done. Mm. All right. Yeah, so so before. Uh, we came on, we, mm-hmm. we were talking about the ministry of reconciliation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I'm starting to think, starting to feel like it's far greater than we've confined it to. It's like, you know, just this, you know, this person now, you know, this, this person and this family now talking to this auntie who, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't talk to before, you know, and so they've been reconciled or, you know, uh, a bit like the prodigal son mm. type sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. has come back to the back to the family, and all that's important. I think that's wonderful. 
But I think that there's a lot more to this ministry of reconciliation where we're reconciling. Not only are we seeing relationships reconciled, but we're seeing truths reconciled. We're mm. seeing, we're seeing um, uh, mm. understandings being reconciled. We're, we're, seeing, we're seeing things that start to, start to not only just make sense, but become empowered. And I think empowering is, is an area that we've talked about for lots and lots of times. Um, and we've talked about, um, you know, uh, um, decentralizing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, which decentralizing is really empowering. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we've seen a number of these sorts of things that that seem to be all around about us, and uh, you know what we know that the central thing is about reconciliation and reconciling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got, got something to say about that, Chris? Sure. Yeah. I think. I think. One of the comments that we talked about earlier, and it's not 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 a rabbit trail I want to necessarily spend time on, but that our our capacity in ministry is greater than Adam's, right? What Adam was created in is glorious, and yet mm-hmm. we get a greater ministry. We have a greater intimacy. Mm-hmm. We have a great the Spirit lives in us. Didn't live, mm-hmm. you know, like there's this whole other other world that we live in in Christ. And that ministry of reconciliation, I think, is the is the greater thing. And I think that people are called to different mentrons specifically mm. for reconciliation. Wow. Um, and and I think that we can often, because of our wounding or because we we don't recognize it, we can often have a call into a specific mountain. And yet we think that our job is to influence the mountain to the kingdom when it might just be to reconcile the brokenness in that mountain with the gospel, right? Like, like it's, it's a simpler thing than maybe like, cause some people are, are thinking, how do I, how do I change this entire industry? Well, what if you just focused on reconciling the, the broken pieces there, the, the evil that's there, the brokenness that's there and bring it into right alignment with the father. If that's the mm. only thing that you focused on, you're probably going to have far more influence, be far more effective in your ministry if you focused on what's my reconciliation project here. Mm. So that, that's an interesting. You just talked about bringing things into alignment. You know, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I I would uh, um, have had some sense of when when chiropractors talk about putting things back into alignment, they really in effect talk about another form of reconciliation it's it's like it's putting it's putting things back so that they work or can work at yes. the best optimal place well, it's so about it's almost, flow yeah mm-hmm. right? it's about you know in, in, with the chiropractor they line up the spine and it's so that yeah. all those nerve endings that yeah. are attached to the organs work properly mm. yeah right well, it's, go ahead and so we see so we see this ministry of reconciliation that's probably why we're talking about how significant it, it is far more significant mm-hmm. than people have realized because we see in in the world the the opposite of that happening we see division we see yes. separation yes. Yeah. and i think it, i think as as believers if you love right making a distinction between good and evil mm-hmm. Right, the black and white. If you love that, yeah. if you get enjoyment out of it, there's something wrong. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and 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 
And because what we're called to do is to reconcile, reconcile mm -hmm. things, to yeah. be to be the end, to be the connector, yeah, yeah. to connect mm -hmm, yeah. this with this. Mm. And and I think what we've done is that we've highlighted what mm. one of Peter's great areas are talking about, you know, as partaking of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, mm -hmm. is that when you partake of that, when you when that becomes something that's elevated above everything else, then you get yourself into trouble and you are not operating in the ministry of reconciliation to the extent that we're called mm. to. Yeah. Yeah, and we were talking ahead of time, Mark, and you I think one I think it was you, Mark, but one of you shared something I'd never put together is that um because like you said, I felt like some some time ago when we were in Sandpoint, the Lord showed me this thing that 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 the judgment in our lives, judgment comes from an active relationship with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And yeah. when we were on this call before we came live here, you're talking about how reconciliation is the opposite of the, the ministry of reconciliation is the opposite of the ministry of judgment. And like you say, sometimes we can have this, this weird and you get people listening. You have to get honest with your heart to actually know that this is there because a lot of times we're like, Oh no, it's just part of life. But if I have a delight in being right, you have to question what your source is in that yeah. because I read first Corinthians eight and it says now concerning things offered to idol, we know that we all have knowledge, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up or edifies and listen to this. And if anyone thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. Mm -hmm. If I think that I know something, I don't yet know in the manner that I ought to be knowing about that. And then it says this, which is so awesome about this reconciled sort mm -hmm. of uh, theology. But if anyone loves God, this one is known by him. Why does mm. Paul, it seems like he's jumping around there in thoughts, but he's mm. not jumping around in thoughts. Paul wasn't confused when he wrote this in 1 Corinthians 8. What he's mm. saying is he's saying, you guys are you guys are talking about idols and food mm. sacrifice to idols. And he said, look, we all have knowledge about that. But let me mm. tell you this, knowledge puffs up and gives you a fat head, but love will actually build people up. And if anyone, if any of you thinks that he knows anything, if any of you delights in being right, you yeah. don't know yet in the manner that you ought to know. And then he makes this seemingly a shift, but it's not a shift at all. He says, but if anyone loves God, this one is known by him. He's saying, stop having ideas that are that are gathered and outside of relationship with God. Just stay in relationship with God. And then here's a, a bender. And if he, if he, if God gives me something out of relationship with him, the Lord's saying, and don't take that revelation out of my presence so that you can wield it however which way you want. Leave yep. it in my presence yep. and allow Holy Spirit to bring to remembrance what I've shown to you. And you'll be like a you'll be like a scribe that's trained in both the old and the new because you'll be in relationship with me. And I'll bring up if that's the proper time to bring that back up. And so well, I think yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you finished your point. I just, I think that this whole difference between being able to see that the ministry of reconciliation is the opposite of the yep. ministry of judgment. And it really yep. has to do with source and which tree we're connected yep. to. Yeah. What's really interesting to me, the point I was, I was going to make was that God is good, right? Like, so everything yep. having to do with rec reconciliation is about the revelation of the goodness of God. Come on. Right. It is. It's in its simplest form. We know we can tell what is good because we can mm -hmm. see God. We have yeah. this revelation of who he is in us. 
that yep. gives us the capacity and ability he does to impact and bring about this ministry of reconciliation. But if we're trying to um, mend fences and we don't, and God is not the center, then we're not really reconciling, mm. right? Because reconciliation is about bringing those things that are, that are broken, the, the evil that has happened, the sin that has happened, and bringing that into the goodness of God. Come on. Right? God's, God's not afraid of sin. He's not afraid of evil. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's good with it. He in the sense that he's not going to shy away from revealing his goodness in yes. the midst of it. Yes. Know? Yes. Yes. Yep. It, I, it's it. Yeah. Go ahead, Mark. Well, I, I just think that we're in a we're in a time. We're in a in a time and a season that there's some there's some significant. Um, revelation being released, and God is revealing more about mm-hmm. who He is. Yeah, uh, I, and I think that comes because of the focus on the kingdom. I think the more that you pursue the kingdom, which is what Jesus said, you know, seek first the kingdom and all these things. And mm-hmm. yes, He was talking about um, you know provision, all those sorts of things. But when you are pursuing kingdom, kingdom, and you're pursuing relationship, then mm-hmm. more of more understanding comes because revelation builds on revelation right mm-hmm. yeah you know, it, it's mm-hmm. and and it's also positional and it's also you know into a into a place where that you you move in your thinking then you get to see more mm, so yes. that there, there's a greater um um almost uh could seem like to be a challenge to theology but it's not really it's more about you know going mm-hmm. deeper into a theology and theology of course means theo god Theology, mm-hmm. you know that who God is. What what's the nature of God? So the, the more that you understand who God is, the more that you yeah. delve into new places of God, and and you should be challenged. We should be mm-hmm. challenged. I mean, the mm-hmm. Word of God is meant to separate, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, from the from the expand of what we believe to be the case and what the reality is, and to bring us into a reconciled place around the truth. Mm. I, yeah. I think people have to have to come to a place of seeing and recognizing the need for the the need for God, and I think that that's just part of the reconciliation process. Reminds me, I, I was thinking about Psalm one hundred seven. It says, "Then they cried out to the Lord." Verse nineteen and twenty. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them out of their distress. He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions, mm. and. And just that the simplicity that he sends his word to heal, right? You were just saying like, it's the word of the Lord, you know? And yeah. that's, that's exactly like in the distress in the, it, it, like it's a long Psalm, but you know, it yeah. talks about a bunch of calamity coming on people because of their own mm. choices and because of the choices around them. And they're in these tight places they're bound they're in chains they have all this stuff and he says i sent my word and healed them and i feel like that's just a part of that ministry of reconciliation are we able to operate under the the authority of the word of god and what he's speaking Mm. into that reconciliation yeah so the point is why does this matter the reason that it matters is you, you you have to understand more and more of who God is to understand what's going on around about us. Mm-hmm. 
you know, to, you know, like for instance, um, you know, for the Passion Translation, Romans 8, 28 says, we are convinced, right? There's a place where you can become convinced. I mean, absolutely mm -hmm. convinced. When people are convinced of things, you can't talk them out of it. Yes. Right? Yes. Because, because it's become solid. We are convinced that mm. every detail, every detail of our lives, every single detail of what's going on is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan. Mm -hmm. What's the perfect plan of bringing good into our lives? Why mm -hmm. bringing good into our lives? Because that's who he is. He's good. Yeah, so if, he you, is. If, we, if you understand who he is and you have a new and fresh understanding of, of what it, it is for goodness or what it is of his love, right, and, and that's part of your theology, then that then helps you to make sense of what's going on around about you or what's going on to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. When I think about the ministry of reconciliation, of course, we all think about 2 Corinthians 5. Mm -hmm. And I just want to highlight a few things from that section, just a few phrases. It says that, that I think are characteristic of reconciliation. It says, for the love of Christ compels us. So that's one thing is that it's compelled by love. Another, um, it says, therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. You know, that's so important. Because so often we're so busy, you know, I, we've talked about how there was a, uh, for everyone listening, there was a, um, a Satanist in Alaska that some years ago gave the invocation or prayer, if you could call it that, at the start of like a town hall gathering or something, some government function, Senate function or something. And he prayed two specific things is that um, every, every man and woman and child would eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and be judged for, the, judged for their actions. And so here, part of reconciliation is we have to regard no one along, no one according to the flesh. And, you know, it goes on, therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. Now all things are of God. He's reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and he has given us that ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them. Do you see that, that common theme? Not mm -hmm. imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf to be reconciled to God. So I think that there's just, there's such an element of reconciliation to not impute trespasses against people, you know? And I think that I remember when I heard about that Satanist in Alaska saying that every man and woman or whatever would eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and be judged for their actions. And yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, how many times in the church would we maybe hear that and not know why that was so bad? That's why it was opposite. satanic. Why was that satanic? And because eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and to be judged for their actions. And so, you know, every time that we, you know, have this pride of right and wrong, like Mark was describing before, that's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And every time that we're judging people for their actions, or judging ourselves for our actions. We are playing into the hand of the opposite camp, the very principalities and powers that Jesus disarmed by, by nailing the handwriting of requirements uh, of the law to the cross, having triumphed over them in it. Um, and so now we're not supposed to have people judging us in terms of everything. We're not supposed to be judging ourselves in terms of everything, in terms of food and drink, like Colossians 2 says. But um, those are the very things that re-empower those principalities and powers. We, we've talked about before that often we have got hold of things 
that have been revolutionary mm-hmm. or have been certainly revelational. Uh, we're not we're not so f- full of pride that we believe we're the only ones, but we d- have picked up things before, whether yeah. it was about the revelation on time, whatever else. And I think that we are, again, embarking upon some revelational sorts of things about the nature of who God is, mm-hmm. uh, particularly about challenging some of the things that we've always had to that were good for a season, mm-hmm. um, you know. But uh, And, and I, I feel like people listening to us, whilst they may not get the uh, everything that we're saying because we're limited in this amount of time to be able to share all these things and we're still in process we're still discovering we're mm-hmm. in a discovery place but i think that people that listen to it and saying i like what you're saying i like what you what you're talking about um there there's a there's an upgrade or there's something that i feel like the lord is just going to bring to people that will mm-hmm. bring to their thinking a, a, a sort of like a, a spirit of understanding Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like a, yeah. a revelational uh, aspect that the Holy Spirit's just going to open up for some people. Yeah, mm. I see people looking at your Bible, and you're looking. I can see, and it's like Come it's on. open before them, and they can see the words. But I could, I see it just like opening up again, and there's 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 new things coming out. Not just mm. the meaning of the words, not just the the understanding of what's written there, but just just you know, expressions of, of an understanding of the love of God and mm. understanding about his nature and understanding of those sorts of things. And that's what I want to say to people today. Take hold of that. Mm-hmm. You, you're hearing us talking about some things that there's some revelation coming out and particularly about who God is, mm-hmm. really particularly about who God is, you know, uh, particularly about who God is in a new dimension, in an absolute new place, then we want to just release that to you today. Mm. We want, want that somehow to, uh, uh, to infect you, somehow to, 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 to minister into you, just be like a, like a whirlwind in the spirit around about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, you know, I think it's one of the greatest, you know, it's almost the gift that we could give out of, out of this session today is that revelation anointing yeah there's there's a place i think as we kind of wrap this up there's a place for each of us in the kingdom that god wants us to bring this revelation personally in our lives and then into the world around us Mm -hmm. and it's easy to allow those bigger fish, the big thing to cause us to slow down or feel like it's too big or it's too much. And how do I reconcile an industry or the education system or whatever, whatever that thing is, you know, that we're staring at and that we feel led into, but I do think it's got to start. uh, It is bigger, but it has to start in us. Mm -hmm. You know, transformation begins in me and, and I think that there's there's a lot of people that are on the call that are, that are listening to the podcast and they're they're considering the areas of their life that are unreconciled. And um, to those people that are in a struggle with that, um, maybe we can give them a couple quick tips on that and then let's pray over them. 
What do you got, mm. Peter? Well, I think that the first thing would be to stop trafficking in judgment. And so in every area of, of a lack of reconciliation, wow. I think judgment really has a currency, you know, judgment's the currency that, you know, so we see things like we regard no one according to the flesh any longer. And God in Christ was reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and is committed to us that word of reconciliation. And now we're ambassadors of the same. So I think towards ourselves, towards Chris, you've talked about even reconciling our past. Sometimes mm -hmm. we have like an unresolved feeling about past or the wasted years, like you taught out of Joel, um, you know, and there's just a need to, uh, an element of that being reconciled is to stop judging it, to stop, you know, mm, uh, playing, so that, playing that thing and allow the word of the Lord to come, come into you there and, and, and set aside your judgments of the things. And, you know, and then of course he can redeem, but I think that there's, there's a process in the reconciliation process that looks like to stop trafficking and judgment about that thing. And that's personal and corporate, right? That's for the mm -hmm. bigger thing too, right? Yes. That's the universal aspect. Yes. Like you want to influence an industry, stop judging the industry because I'll tell you, you what. need to have a love for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. As soon Some as I hear people say st say stuff like that, if people are, are wanting to minister to teachers and they talk about teachers in broad negative terms, it's like you have no authority yep. to speak into those places. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, um, you know, w we know that any issue, you first have to acknowledge that you have an issue, mm -hmm. that there is a need for recognition a reconciliation you know and um and the the very fact is that we all need reconciliation in some areas you know it may not be relational but it may be in some other area and we know that because we have been given this ministry of reconciliation mm. the reason that we've been given it because that's who what god does it's who reconciles. he is that's who he is and so therefore um when you recognize then you you give permission and give permission for the Holy Spirit to work in that. That's mm -hmm. a really an important uh, arena. That's a really mm -hmm. important thing. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I think you guys, you know, really nailed it on the head. I think you know Acts one eight. <laughs> start close to home and work your way out. You know, um, and I think that. God grows our influence naturally mm -hmm. um, yeah. that, that your influence grows out of who you are more than what you strategize to do. Come on. Um, and so, you know, just allow the Lord to shift you from the inside out and let that, let that have its way in your family in the areas where you have influence. Now uh, yeah. find the mission in the moment instead of striving for some other thing far, far away. God's already rooted you and planted you in places that you need to bring reconciliation. That's mm. why you're there. You know, mm. so just own it, you know, own that, that, um, you know, work at home first and move out. So, so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Well, let's pray. Yep. Mm. Let us off, Chris. You got yep. that. God, God, you're yep. really good. You're mm -hmm. really, really good. And you've reconciled us to yourself. Yes. You have brought us from death to life. You've brought us from separation to intimacy. And God, we are so grateful that it is through your power and your work that we can know you, that we can be reconciled to you. I thank you that we get no credit for this. Mm -hmm. Thank you that we don't get to 
have a platform because of what we've done, but God, you're the reconciler. Mm-hmm. And Father, I, I thank you that that it is in that place where you've reconciled us that we overjoy with thanksgiving, we overflow with praise, mm-hmm. and God, we we thank you that you are glorified in our reconciliation. You are glorified as we own the fact that that the areas in my life that are at disease, they're 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 not well. God, yeah. I've got to reconcile those things with you. I've got to leave them at your feet and be fully abandoned to your perfect will in our lives. So, Father, for every area where we've trafficked in judgment, for every area where we have held on to our opinion above your word, Mm -hmm. we have held on to those things that have not allowed for reconciliation to happen. Father, I'm praying for an absolute release for Mm -hmm. each person here to be able to let go and to receive the perfect love of God in that arena. Yeah. That they would receive the fullness of what you've done for them, that -hmm. they would no longer allow it to be a mental ascent, but it would be a heart journey for them that they would no longer acknowledge it to be true, but that they would live from that place of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. Father, we are asking for radical transformations in homes. We're asking Mm -hmm. for radical transformations in churches. We're asking for radical transformations in marriages and in parenting. Mm -hmm. We're asking for radical transformations in businesses, in the government, in media, in entertainment, (laughs) in education, God, in every single every single arena, God, we are asking that you would rain down your goodness to Mm. reconcile the sinful brokenness with your goodness, that it would be overwhelmed and that there would be peace Mm. there. There would be a wholeness there again. That was what you intended for it. And Father, as your ministers of reconciliation, as those people who've been called to to traffic in the word of reconciliation, Mm We take up the mantle. We say yes, that we are not going to hold on to bitterness. We're not going to hold on to the things that have held us back, but we are going to put them in your hands and we will walk boldly to reconcile the broken things back to you because you always use broken things. You turn the broken jars into the vessels of glory. And so we're asking for that, God, that you would do that in us and in the areas that we have relationship and influence. And Father, I prefer an increase on it in Jesus' name. Mm. I see like, a, like a, a power being released, even just as you were praying that I could see it, you know, where it was bringing yeah. things together. Mm-hmm. Things were coming together. Coming back together. Coming yeah. back together. It's, it's, yes. it's, Amen. it's a coming back to to coming back together and yeah. of course when we know that when god does something it's it's not just back to what it was it's always better mm. always, better. always better always better yeah, yeah. amen mm. amen mm. always fun peter you got anything yeah. as we close out yeah it's just thinking about the revelation god gave us about time and how we said so that things could come together and i feel like there's just a declaration <laughs> so about about this reconciliation for the, yeah. you know, for those that this has stirred your heart. Um, we just, and you can declare this over your life, you know, start to declare, I declare that things have the grace to come back together, to come mm-hmm. back together. And mm-hmm. I really think that that's, that's the essence of reconciliation. When things that were meant to be together, there's a grace for them to come back together. You mm-hmm. with the father, you with others, industries with God. 
et cetera, family members with family members, of course, mm -hmm. you know, um, your past and your present and your future, all of that. But mm -hmm. we declare that grace for things to, to come back yeah. together. Come back together. Come on. Amen. Well, we're grateful for everybody watching. And again, the podcast, all of the podcast, Kingdom Thoughts from Chris, Mark, Peter, all of us are getting online right now. So if you haven't subscribed on to the podcast, get on the podcast and uh, you can get caught up with everything that we've shared over the last year. And uh, we we are, are grateful to have this time with all of you and mm -hmm. we bless you in Jesus name. Amen. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.